Welcome to Talking in Stations Lounge, where players from all over EVE Online gather to exchange ideas. I'm Matterall. In this program, we sit with another candidate for Council of Stellar Management on the eve of election for CSM 12. Yintan, how are you doing? I am doing perfectly well, thank you. You're the first incumbent I'm interviewing. I feel honored. Yeah. Well, it's no surprise because you're everywhere, right? I mean, how many shows are you a part of, even? I wouldn't say I'm a part of that many shows. I only really run um, Declarations of War, The War Room, and um, uh, to a lesser extent, uh, the CSM podcast, which we've started up again. Only three? Only three. And then you're a guest on many more. All right. I, I just, I enjoy being on many shows. It's very entertaining. You're entertaining, and I think that's why you get invited uh, over and over again. Um, <laughs> it's not just your your good looks when you put your glasses on or your youthful coolness. Yeah, I'm totally radical. I'm down with all those kids. <laughs> that's right. In fact, let's get the record straight. Uh, Aerith didn't want to show his face on camera. So he used this crazy obscuring device that he put over his head that he could talk through. <laughs> that belonged to you. Yes, that's mine. He still owns that, I believe, actually. I let him have it because he, he kept did. poking his damn tongue through it. But no, that's a... Uh... <laughs> Who wants it back after that? <laughs> yeah, I don't want, don't want any of fucking Aerith's germs, you know? But what's that for? So you don't get busted if you decide to riot? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, should get one of those. They're pretty good. You can see completely through them. They're really airy. Like, they're also really good if you cycle a lot, which uh, I cycle to work, because I'm A, environmentally friendly, and B, I can't drive. So, you know, it keeps the uh, cold air from, like, um, uh, what's it called? When it, like, cracking your lips, basically. Oh, but it might make uh, drivers, like, look twice and crash while they're, like, what the hell was that? <laughs> no not not like completely over my face just like oh. over the bottom half like a bandana yeah, yeah. oh i got you all right is well, this the actual interview you just talking about my real life <laughs> yeah yeah basically you know i decided when i was going to do this the last thing i want to do is spend all my time listening to guys's platforms that's necessary for some of the newer guys people know where you stand on a lot of stuff so i thought the majority of people it would be interesting to know them as people and that was with the whole pushes to try to break through and get to know the person because that's what we're putting up there is we're sending people to csm to um, represent us not not players nobody's role-playing a representation i mean they do in the game right the csm are part of the game in the lore and all that but the reality is we're sending people like you i think that's a very good uh, kind of view to take on it as well because in all honesty being you know, a functional human being is surprisingly useful in the CSM, especially from the uh, stories I've heard of people who were less than so from CCP. <laughs> so it, it helps that you're fully human and mature. Yeah. And mature young people in can like be mindset, not in physical stature, obviously. Right. So young people can be mature. <laughs> if you're 18 or 20 and you're running and if you're mature, it makes no difference. You'll, you can still be in the room with uh, adults talking about a video game and that sort of thing without getting you know, yeah, that, that mature conversation. Let's get into this. What, uh, why should we reelect you? Uh, 
the reason why I feel people should re-elect me is because I, A, have experience in the CSM. That's a huge bonus. Uh, it means that you're not going to see a, a large lead-up time. That really is a thing in the CSM. But also because I've consistently worked to bring communication to people. And I've consistently worked to kind of improve the platforms that the CSM has to talk to other people. You know, doing things like roundtables, the weekly summaries, um, even restarting the CSM podcast. And I do actually have plans to work to, you know, go forwards and do more of that as I've, you know, seen things, you know, seen where things have failed this year and I want to improve on them. Ooh, where'd they fail? Uh, a big one that I feel we failed on is that I didn't really, I didn't put in, I put in a lot of effort to make myself contactable, but I didn't utilize that to help other people. I wasn't, you know, I didn't create a, I know that there is a contact us page on the, in somewhere in the forums on EVE Online forums, um, but it's not particularly great. It doesn't summarize all the platforms we use. And what's the point? It also doesn't say, you know, this is what this person is involved in because it's, you know, it's no good if you come to me with something super duper technical about the API and it's no good if you go to, you know, Steve Renukan about something that's super duper in depth about the mechanics of EVE Online. Uh, sorry, of like fleet commanding in EVE Online. He knows a lot about a lot of things. It's just that that's not in his wheelhouse. Yeah. So I think that's something I want to improve on is not just getting out that kind of um, here's you how you can talk to us, but also here's the kind of things that we're uh, specifically experts in so that we can debate you, you know, on a more even footing. Debate me. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you get hostile? Do you get hostile if you're uh, on the CSM? Do you get hostile people coming at you, and how do you deal with them? Do you mean uh, public members or the other CSM? P public members. We'll save yeah. this the in, inter CSM drama for later. But uh, public coming at you, what's that like? <laughs> um, it's something you need to be able to deal with with you know tact and. I suppose, like, to okay, a degree, I, I try and kill them with kindness. That's my kind of <laughs> okay. response. I like I try and understand where someone's coming from and try and get to the main point of it. Like, I've had a lot of people who come at me originally just very, very angry, very upset about something, and just like, why did you, why did this happen? You know, I'm so upset. This is not good. You know, that sort of thing. And that's not constructive. But I've been able to look down and, you know, dig down with them by just not immediately dismissing them and, and starting to work towards... Uh, you know the core reasons of why they're doing it and distilling that down and it's uh that's been great honestly i've got some of my best kind of um some of the best points i've been able to bring up from that kind of discussion where you get someone who's very very passionate and very very knowledgeable about something but you need to be able to you know dig into their brains and find out why they're so upset let's get to the real thing right yeah because so, they're, they're just yeah so well, let's well, let's you know uh, admit that some people that come at you are not informed uh they're angry because they don't have all the details clearly and so you don't ever you you actually have to deal with those people in a way that you wouldn't if you weren't on csm i suppose yeah like i, I definitely do i treat them with a lot more tact than i perhaps would if i was not a member of the csm <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. You know, yeah. I will, you know, I'll sit there and I will say, you know, you know, I'm just not, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we can talk about this like sensible human beings or you can, or I can ignore you. There's like two ways about it. Yeah. You know, I've got no problem with someone coming in very hot, but if they don't 
calm down. I'm not going to sit there and argue with you over something uh, endlessly when you don't have when you're not able to present a salient point to me because that doesn't you know that's not a good use of my time and it's probably not a good use of your time either. But wearing the formality of CSM kind of disciplines you to say, okay, I can't just blow this guy off. I can't just wreck him. So I'll actually have to listen to him a little bit and say, okay, politely, uh, here's here's what information you may not have, or we're aware of what you're saying, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a there is a time and a place to just completely go go in on someone and just wreck them. Um, but I don't think the CSM is by like my by show. Large, if Core Blood Brother yeah, shows like, up, all <laughs> <laughs> the open comms or like just. You know, those are more informal kind of communications because people aren't just coming to you as a CSM member. They're coming, they're asking you to talk to them as a personality. And that's, you know, kind of a distinct role that you need to take on. Yeah. Why do you want a second term? Why like I said, I feel didn't like... did you finish like, the, the first one? Didn't you get all your ideas out? I don't think the CSM's ever been about ideas, though. Like, mm -hmm. I have I've did create that video. I know you've probably seen it about you know, how I visualize the CSM and how I see what role I see it taking within the game ecosystem, basically. Is that the and one with the cartoon with uh, money being thrown at Bobman? No, that's, that's Reloads. <laughs> Reloads, okay. I'll, uh, I'll have to link to it to it, but it, I effectively see the CSM as more of a communication tool and an oversight tool than I do as seeing it as, you know, some form of idea injection facility. Idea injection facility. That sounds very Eve. <laughs> yeah, you know, better bleep that out. It's NDA. It's going to be added to the game soon. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. That's that surprise, that super surprise that's coming. The phenomenal phenomena, as you guys yeah, call it. Yeah, it's idea injection facilities. We're actually going to give people an idea of how to play the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the second term you want to run uh, because... Sorry, yeah, uh, getting back onto that. I, I, what I want to do is I want to just continue the work I've done. I, I, lo I think that I can keep up this kind of level of communication and I want to help to build on, you know, effectively the standards that I set in CSM 11. I want to, you know, from a personal perspective, my, my aim is to set up the expectation that there will be someone like me, that CSM 11 wasn't just a fluke, that, you know, every CSM going forwards will be in this kind of mindset, will be very uh, able to interface with the community. We will be transparent. We will talk to people regularly. We won't, you know, cause massive amounts of drama constantly. And we will communicate, you know, and we won't, you know, leak shit like a fucking sieve. Yeah. Well, it's funny because a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say a lot, I've only done uh, a dozen or so interviews so far. And at least a few have said, uh, I'm running because CSM was so despicably disorganized and, you know, there's so much infighting. And in reality, that was CSM 11, sorry, CSM 10, not CSM 11, which is you guys. You guys came in and kind of cleaned up that reputation. And CCP did too. They changed their leadership and got... Oh, more. no. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't thank uh, Garden Logibro enough. Yeah. Like they have been, they have been wonderful coordinators. How much did uh, did Siegel come in and say you guys are important? How much reassuring did she do? I not not as much as you'd expect because honestly, the best thing that you can do to uh, reassure someone's their importance is to actually see the impacts you have. And whilst very sadly, a lot of those impacts don't make it past the NDA, there there were impacts. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So we'll respect NDA. Yeah. Your, your shield that allows you not to answer questions. Okay. I will say mm-hmm. that a, a good example of it, it was um, originally uh, when we were talking to um, Guard and Logibro before the first summit, they were talking about, you know, we'll probably bring 10 people to the next summit. So four people are going to have to sit out, you know, something like that. And we had a very we had a very frank discussion with um, uh, Seagull and everyone else about that uh, over dinner on Thursday. How'd and that we go? basically, uh, it was it was it was a very in, you know, it was a very productive discussion. And as a result of it, they decided to bring us all fourteen back. And I think to a degree that might have unfortunately led to the um, reduction in the number of the CSM. Um, because we highlighted how incredibly useful it was to just have all of the CSM in one location. It ensures that there's no factionalism. It ensures that you don't have this kind of, you know, second-class CSM member who doesn't come to these summits, who doesn't spend, you know, uh, you know, 15 to 20 hours, uh, uh, you know, every, every day just immersed in CSM duties. So you convinced them, you got to bring all 14 of us. It's helpful that way. And they did, and it worked. And then they said, okay, next time we're only going to bring 10. Next CSM is only 10. Um, it wasn't entirely like that, but I think we convinced them of the importance of bringing all the CSM members there. So it's not an issue of money. It's not that they can't afford four more plane tickets for people to come. So what what's going on there? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Um, I think that's something that, you know, we... It was just, it was asked to us, you know, is this important? And as a result of that, they came to the number of 10. I know that we did, um, we did suggest alternate numbers. Um, 11 and 12 were kind of thrown around. We felt that like that was a bit more of a uh, sustainable, not sustainable, um, a bit more of a, a better number because it would have given the chance for smaller communities like uh, wormholes and high sec and low sec to have um, a more significant representation on the council. Uh, obviously, competing with NullSec blocks there is very difficult, and that's something that I've talked about before. Yeah, isn't there a problem with this, you know, with uh, the big alliances having one or two people, if all their people vote correctly for them? Uh, that leaves little room for kind of the, the either the generalists. It seems like more, more of the politically inclined are going to have a better chance of getting 10 seats and then the people who would have gotten 11th 12th and you know through 14th were the you know faction warfare guy or the wormhole guy or the third party developer or the high sec guy generalist the industrial guy those do you think they're going to have a chance well those candidates never typically got into the csm unless they did have a platform like that's all almost always been the way of how it works because the csm is so um, well, because it's an election and, uh, you know, effectively the best thing you can do for a democratic election where participation is not mandatory is to get your vote out, you know, to be constantly in the public awareness. And we've kind of burnt through a lot of those generalist um, people with platforms in terms of the CSM. You know, how many more industrial bloggers are there? There used to be a lot um of people who would, you know, willing, very willingly talk about what they were doing in the game in high sec and stuff like that. But that whole blogging culture has died out just as, you know, the culture of EVA has changed. And that means that those high sec industrialists now don't have really anyone apart from maybe Steve um, to rally behind. We have seen new people start to develop, though. Uh, Roden, Commander A's, uh, that kind of high sec ticket. Um, mm. 
you know might give them a route in and i i really do hope that works i've been a a huge supporter of that high sec ticket it, it's honestly something that i think is awesome and, and should have happened you know many elections ago yeah i'm not sure a platform necessarily is like important what it seems like people don't vote for what they know they vote for how they feel uh, obviously if you look at the elections we've had in the real world that's kind of <laughs> they don't they can actually vote against their interests right like uh, it's just proven that um like West Coast uh, liberals in the United States will vote themselves some, you know, taxes because they feel like it's the right thing to do to share their wealth or whatever. And then, you know, there's just anyway, in, in the real world, there's a lot of different uh, examples of that. And I think the platforms are really a way of connecting with somebody's emotions uh, to say like, hey, I believe this and this is what I'm mad about and this is what I'm happy about and this is how I play the game. And I think... Um, it's a way of saying, if you think like I do, and here's how I think, then you should vote for me, uh, you know, because you should feel some, you know, companionship or kinship with that person. Yeah, I think it's something like that. And there's also the fact that the CSM, you know, election isn't um, as visible as it possibly could be, you know, having to go outside the client to do it is a problem that we raised uh, quite a few times uh, during the CSM term, as we think it really does hamper you know kind of the, the ability for more casual players or players without a uh, kind of a greater um knowledge of the meta game i would mm -hmm. say is the best way to put it um from having an impact on the election because anytime you ask people to look outside of the game the, the game client itself you're going to lose traffic that's just a nature of um the game itself yeah well, uh, you've got a great number of issues. It looks like you've taken some time to write out uh, what you think about certain things. So I actually won't go over any of that. You can find it there on um, your thread that was put out there and stuff. Yeah, I had a really interesting conversation with um, Ashtarothi on my on my thread in particular. Um, he was claiming that I effectively didn't have a platform. I found that to be a very interesting analysis of my positions. It's like saying you have no soul. Um, yeah, um, it's kind of kind that. of offended, huh? Not 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 offended. I just thought it was an interesting take on it. Um, Did he mean it as a compliment? Oh, I think he meant it entirely as a compliment. Yeah, I just um, mm -hmm. you know it's very it was very weird to have it described by that like that because you know to a degree I have. Last year I did run on a more traditional platform. I ran on a platform of. You know, I am from this area space, Providence. I have experience with these different types of gameplay, FCing. I want to help ensure that this particular style of gameplay is represented in the CSM, mm -hmm. non-NVSI stuff. So um, stuff to do with NRDS and NPSI. Um, and and this year I've gone away from that. And that, uh, I, and I think... I just like to break these terms out because people assume they're baked in, but uh, uh, NPSI is not purple, shoot it. That means everything outside your fleet, just shoot it. It means shoot everything except the guys that are in your fleet. Um, and NRDS? Or... Not red, don't shoot. Not red, so don't shoot. if someone's not shot you before, you don't shoot them. Right. So it's kind of like defend yourself, but don't go attacking people. What's the last one? NBSI, not blue the, shooter, the traditional way to play. That's where most people are, and that means if they're not your ally. Interestingly, less common them. during the start of EVE Online. Um, yeah. When when CVA started, it was actually the norm for alliances to be NRDS, but right. that 
changed as the game developed and became more populated. That's that's an incredible little factoid that people generally were okay with each other, you know, passing through each other's space lanes. And it wasn't until the population got bigger that they became more competitive over the resources and personalities came in. And also when, you know, uh, uh, the smuggler's gates were added, that was also a big change to it because you no longer had to be friendly with everyone in your area of space to get to where you needed to go logistically. So they broke the dependency on being friends. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, cool. there's, other, there's other things involved there. It's not just as simple as a couple of mechanics changed and then people wanted to kill each other, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, even if the, uh, there's some incumbents not running, there's maybe about half of them, this is CSM, uh, coming back or trying to come back. Um, but there's a lot less room now. So you guys, if if all the incumbents were to come back, there would still be only, you know, three or four seats for the new people. Aren't there only like four people? I think we'd actually fill up an entire CSM if all the incumbents got in. Is that uh, right? Oh, there's more than I thought then. Yeah. It's, it's like Pfeiffer, Nash, Hyde, Gorski, Kyle. So five people who I can think of right off the top of my head who aren't running again. So that would leave one spot. Uh, I don't imagine all incumbents will get in. And actually, I think this is one of the first. This might. I, I don't think very many incumbents have never not got back in. Sorry, right. that was an incredibly poorly worded sentence. No, no, but they usually say, yeah, I'm not going to run. Yeah. Like most incumbents will typically get back in. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a, a very, very rare for an incumbent to attempt to run and fail to uh, achieve the CSM. And, and, so CS- be a kind of and CSM10, just about everybody said, I'm not coming back. Maybe those two people. Um, two people, Gorski and Steve, yes. Yeah, and 11, uh, it seems like a lot of people are wanting to come back, all but four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honest, uh, all but five. But yeah, and honestly, that's just a testament to how productive of an environment CSM11 has been, I think. Like, it has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, you know you're... you're you're running with the advantage of being an incumbent, but you also seem like a pretty sharp candidate. Even if you, if this were your first run, uh, you would be very sharp compared to some people who are just getting their legs. They want to test the waters, see if they can get in. If not, they may run again later. You have another tier of guys who have been running three or four times, and they really want to get in, and they're more polished and stuff. But um, you're an incumbent, so you already have the experience of what it's like. The game's basically already been ruined for you, right, because you can't... Uh, there's certain things you're restricted from now. Certain things I'm restricted on, and, you know, there's two things you don't want to see made in the world, and that's sausages and Eve Online. <laughs> that's the other thing, right? You don't want to meet your <laughs> heroes. You don't. No, definitely, definitely. They will but, disappoint uh, you. Well, uh, is there anything we didn't cover that you would want to cover? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to a couple of the other people who are running, if that's okay with you. Well, hold on a second. Let me think about it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, the the judge and Sullen Decimus. Uh, those guys have been, you know, working with me consistently on my, you know, basically on doing communication in CSM11, and mm. I like to hope that they would make it on to CSM11 with me. Of course, my own uh, my own election is not uh, a foregone conclusion, especially in such a incredibly tight race. Like there are so many good people here, I could easily pick out twelve who I 
I'd, I'd want on the CSM. Like, I think would make a, a amazing CSMs. And, you know, that, that seems a tragedy to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting it's just getting harder to get in. But uh, those two guys would be, you're saying thank you, or you're saying that, well, I guess it's a tacit endorsement, isn't it? Because you're saying they worked hard with you. Yeah, no, they were they were brilliant guys. Yeah. Great, Dintan. It's going to be interesting to see how you do. Um, good luck in this election cycle. Thank you very much for running these interviews. It is a valuable service, and I hope it spreads both awareness of the CSM and basically just to make sure that people pay attention to it and find the right candidate for them. That's right. All right, man. Thanks. Take care.